Hello friends and welcome to the very first episode of Under the Bar. I'm your host, Ryan Anderson, and this is a podcast about powerlifting and all things remotely similar to it. Nutrition, training, lifestyle, etc. Um, today, I, I think we're just going to flat out just start um, with this podcast. Um, all right. So, powerlifting is comprised of squat, the bench, and the deadlift at the at the very base. And I've been getting, I did receive a question about proper form for the deadlift and the hip thrust, which we'll get into in a bit. But for the deadlift, um, proper form, it's going to start with the scapulas over the bar. So the scapulas, um, that bony prominence on the upper back. And why we start with the scapulas over the bar um, roots down to the fact that the humerus, um, the humerus articulates with the glenoid fossa. So the head of the humerus articulates with the glenoid fossa, which is on the scapula. And the radius and ulna connects to the humerus, or articulates with the uh, humerus, and the carpals connect or articulate with the styloid processes and everything and ligaments and the like. So when it gets down to it, basically, your hands hang from your scapulas, which is your axis, or your axis for holding the bar there, so that is how you're going to get the bar, um, you, you want the bar over the midfoot, so that is how, um, that will help you assist in getting it there, um, yeah, and then, I'm generally for a conventional deadlift, you want to point your toes out, a little bit um, for hip external rotators um, you want your feet pretty narrow um, then the spaces between the knurling which is the speckled part of the bar like that um, kind of that textured little spindles um, um, and then grip straight down um, off the floor Think about quads and hamstrings evenly for a conventional deadlift, evenly being used. Creates like a co-contraction that keeps you centered. Um, And yeah, um, keep the bar against your shins. Um, Depress your lats to uh, stabilize um, your back musculature with the barbell in the hand and um, groove it on up um, for the hip thrust um, I'm not going to go through like a tutorial on this one you can go on YouTube and watch a video but um, the hip thrust we're going to want to emphasize uh, um, glute contraction at the top which is going to be the knee Forms a, a 90 degree angle in the popliteal region, which is the back of the knee. So with a 90 degree angle, the 
distal hamstrings or the, the posterior femur along that line and the gastrocnemius along that line. So that angle should be about 90 degrees at lockout. Um, make sure the glutes are contracted. You don't want to be short of lockout. If that angle is any shorter than 90 degrees, it means you're not in full in a fully locked out position and likely the weight is too heavy. Um, another question I got on Instagram was, um, um, about keeping the ass down on the bench press. Um, so this roots down to a safety issue. Um, the lower back is in a very um, compromised position when the ass leaves the bench because all of that force is all that stability from having that ass planted and those feet on the ground is, is lost between where your um, upper back forms the arch with the bench and the feet. All stability between those two points is lost when your ass leaves the bench. So with that, anything can happen. So um, if you like are using your lower back to try and get the weight up, and you could easily tweak it. And in my opinion, I this is all spec speculative, but um, I just think that, that some movements are unpredictable. You're probably just going to just do whatever it can, depending on who you are, to, to just get the weight up. And that's generally not okay. Um, safer, just keep your ass down and do leg drive the proper way. Um, leg drive happens at the distal hamstrings, not the feet. The feet should be planted firmly on the ground. What you want to have is a, a shoe for benching that is has the most surface area possible with the ground. So any shoe that kind of caves upward at the at the toe area under the toes is not a shoe you want to be benching. And you want as flat of of a, a base as you can. Most the be, the more contact you have with the floor, the better. So just keep that in mind and when you leg drive the bar is to come down in the, on an angle and as that bar hits your chest and you sink it down a little it's I've seen people leg drive without a pause but it's easier with the pause because it takes just a, a second to it takes a second to really send the impulse or some of the force down to distal hamstrings and then shoot it back the way it came. So it's bar comes down on an angle as it rests on the chest. Uh, for me, that's xiphoid process, and I that's the the notch or the little groove that you can push in. You can push into with your finger at the bottom of your sternum. Um, I find that being a good touch point for bench press because you'll know if you don't hit it for consistency purposes. If, if you're just picking a random spot in your chest, you don't know if you're hitting that every rep and I mean, workout to workout, set to set, rep to rep, you could be, you could be all over the place with your weights. 
not have a consistent measurement. So having that consistent touch spot or uh, touching point is um, a very good idea in my experience and opinion. Um, so yeah, um, so I go diagonally down in xiphoid, keeping the wrists over the elbows, which is very important for um, optimizing mechanics. You don't want any excessive lever lever arms at the wrist. You don't want to go into wrist flexion or excessive wrist extension where the elbows would be um, in front of the wrist joints. You want them stacked. Elbow and wrist joints stacked. Um, or elbow and wrist joints stacked. Um, elbow joint and wrist joint stacked and then as the bar sinks you're going to sink it send some of the force to distal hamstrings you should feel a little twitch in distal hamstring if you're wearing shorts um you can you can test for this by wearing shorts and then recording yourself doing a bench and if you don't see a twitch at a muscle twitch at distal hamstrings then in my eyes you're not leg driving properly because my experience and I've seen I've seen world champs do this or um, world powerlifting champs in their weight class I've, I've seen at least one world um, uh, Russell or he in the top of the 83s he leg drives just like this and he's, very, he's a very good bencher and I just think this is a very good way to leg drive I think it's the best way to leg drive um, of course I'm I don't know everything, but I believe this optimizes mechanics, and it's a very strong way to leg drive. Um, the way, the reason why we don't think of the knees in the leg drive is because the knees are going to extend on the way back anyways. So as you shoot the forced distal hamstring, the knees are going to go into a bit of flexion um, comparatively to their naturally kind of just neutral state um, I mean the knees are already in flexion as the foot is in contact with the floor and the knees in about um, 90 degrees of flexion for a lot of people but um, as you shoot the forces of the hamstrings you're gonna go into a little bit of more flexion and if you think about hamstrings the knees are going to extend either way no matter how you leg drive the function of the quads is to extend the knee. So you might as well engage the most muscle mass that you can when you leg drive. So thinking of hamstrings, you're going to be able to involve hamstrings and quads. Thinking of just quads, I mean, the problem with this is, is also the fact that you're not going to be as stable if you're thinking about the anterior surface of the thigh. Because the posterior surface of the thighs and the glutes are in contact with the bench so thinking of the anterior surface doesn't really make much sense it's going to be hard to leg drive gliding along that stable surface sending those forces along that bottom stable surface is how you're going to get the most bang um, for your buck in that context so yes um i think we're going to wrap things up um that was uh, first podcast um more podcasts coming soon thank you for tuning in and i will see you guys next time peace